This episode of Just Conversation is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash justconvopod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash justconvopod. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and before we jump into this episode, you guys need to know that people love us and we're going to read you their comments and reviews on our podcast. Their amazing reviews. Yes, they are. So let's, let us jump into reviews and allow you to know who has commented and uh, enjoy their comments as if it was part of the show because it is right now it's happening right now in your life Mm -hmm. you can check it out if you want to read more because it's so fun to read yes yes and go leave us comments and then we'll read them that's how this works yeah the first one's from kwan snow what's up with it i started this podcast today and i'm very impressed with the content and dialogue of the show both hosts provided great perspectives on the drug epidemic and i also learned a lot of new information on it and that's what i look for most in new podcasts i'm very excited to hear more episodes you have a new subscriber smitty smitty well thanks for that smitty thank you smitty i appreciate your appreciation of our content yes thank you thank you and also from valley girl 79 birth name (laughs) intelligent unapologetic, engaging, insightful viewpoints on society, engaging interviews with a wide variety of people, thought-provoking interview questions that engage me as a listener. This podcast has something for everyone. It sure does. We've established many times on the show that this is a show for all walks of life, all walks of non-life, even inanimate objects enjoy this show. All things, all people, all Children, everything. babies. Yes, everything, everyone, Old always, folks. forever. This show is for the collective. Thank for- you for those comments. Now let us tell you what's happening today. Today we are answering your lovely questions the same way that we will read your reviews on Apple Podcasts out on the show. If you ask us questions on the topics we give you on social media then we will answer your questions yes on the show yep the same way as if you were to leave a review on apple podcast and we read it we will answer your questions on the show and today's topic is interesting yes it's a topic we are very fond of and we have many episodes on so you can go and see those can in our catalog in our archive of episodes you can definitely find the uh others on this topic which happens to be the topic of death we went on social media and asked you guys for questions on death and we will use our philosophical knowledge and background and all the information we've uncovered through our quests and adventures to answer your questions and because we have uh 
no particular mission, nothing is happening today. We are just recording this from the Illuminati headquarters. So this is just going to be a very relaxed, very calm discussion on death. So cool. let's jump right into these questions. Cool, cool. Emily Brooke from Montgomery, Alabama. Do you think that God is dead? I am a, That's a complicated question. Because God could, in theory, be dead, and thus he has minimal involvement because he died like a mama spider or something shortly after the creation of the universe. And we're like, he's never here to help us. But there really was a God, and he died creating the universe. So in a weird instance like that, we can say that both atheists and theists are right. Because, yes, there was a creator, but also he doesn't exist anymore. He's dead? He's dead. Whatever that might mean, he's dead. And I guess that could, it would satisfy all current arguments all at once if there was a god that created everything and he is dead. The problem is he's not here to judge anything because he's freaking dead. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of people who think he's alive and well. Yeah, they have no proof for that. That's where faith comes in. But science can almost prove otherwise. Like, we don't see any signs of it, except the, but this seems to be planned out. Because what if we're it was? still here, he's alive, I guess? Because without him, there wouldn't be nothing? No, because this I'm is sure. him that we're in. We're inside him? He Is he dying? Died to make this out of himself. Ooh. This is him. Ooh. But he's not alive. He's inanimate now. We're in the corpse of God. But he's not inside us? That's a uh, uh, people's interpretation of sort of a global consciousness thing. But in order for him to be dead, he can't be a global consciousness thing. Mm. He has to be his own thing with the capacity to die, independent of the rest of humanity. Under the perspective that he is capable of death, he is different than we are. Okay. What? Yeah, and then that means that... uh. That's the reason we don't see him interacting directly with anything. But the God of the but the idea of God will never die. No, the idea of God will never die. Well God is whatever anybody personally worships. Yeah. That'll go on forever. Just so with ultimately different names. if we are thinking it's that we're both talking about different things right now. Yeah. You're talking about the collective idea of God, mm -hmm. which is why he could be within everybody. In the idea that there is a God that's dead, it's singular, individual, and only. And then there isn't a him inside of anyone. Yeah. It's mm. just a singular standing sort of being who lost his actual existence. His life After... is gone. Yeah. And so that would be different than saying somebody's idea of God. Because the idea of God is any number of things, but like God himself, minus our interpretation, minus our ideas, minus our opinions of him, if there is a God or was a God, he could in theory be dead. The alternative to that is that maybe the lack of response is because God never knew we were here and he's alive. He just has zero awareness that we are here at all. That could be it. And thus he has no involvement. Thus it looks like, hey, everything has order. It doesn't really have... But it, see, it's weird. Because in that scenario, he didn't orchestrate every detail. It was just luck? Yes. In which case, there is a god and total chaos. Yes, there's a creator. He didn't 
plan any of it. It's just random. Nah, he just turned on the computer. Yeah, there's two different things that sort of leave common uh, intuition, which are those two options. Maybe God is dead, which means, yes, there was a God, everything was planned out. Or the opposite, God is alive, doesn't even know we're here. It's all madness and chaos. He's not worried about what you do and when you do it. He doesn't fucking know you exist. Mm -hmm. Or we can take it to a Tyler Durden perspective. What's that? You have to consider the notion that God doesn't like you. That God doesn't like me? Yeah. What does that mean? Consider the possibility that God doesn't like you, and thus, maybe God doesn't like humanity. And he's not, like, just going to destroy it, but he's also like, let whatever happens, happens. It's not on me. After he tried destroying us several times and bringing us back? Maybe that is not even him. We're thinking about the same biblical God, but what if there is some sort of over-exaggeratedly powerful entity who's like, this is ridiculous. Hmm. And is not involved. Not Christian speaking, but just collectively more powerful and is the creator. And he's like, no, I'm not into it. Does he have other things he's doing? Who knows? I don't know. But he could, in theory, yes, be dead. God could be dead. Do I think he's dead is the real question. Do you think he's dead? No. But I can only think of it as people aren't gonna let him die like even if he was truly dead if he was a true being or whatever and he died and we don't know about it in our lives he's still alive yes but the regardless of what we interpret it to be if there was an existing being which is what we're imagining as god Mm -hmm. do you think that being is alive screw our symbolism they're probably still alive if they're because the idea is that they live forever anyways so they would probably still be alive fascinating now the question is does the live forever come from our interpretation as well or is that some sort of self-sustaining idea i have no idea i think that might just be me i don't know no well that could be the collective like all humans for the most part think that that is an attribute of god so because we feel that way it would be i don't know do you think well uh let's let's look at this from a logical standpoint uh the greater the life form the longer it lasts because either its genetics allow it to live longer or its manipulation of its environment and its own genetic code allow it to live longer ultimately the goal is immortality which means maybe there is something at least from our understanding of it yeah it would seem like immortality. maybe there is a death but think of it like if we smash two atoms together and that whole universe comes to be and cease to them. It's an infinity. To us, it is a second. But we outlived the entire universe. And we are going to, if that happened. Oh, we're still um, going to die. Anyway. Yeah, you were still going to die. Exactly. If that happened from our birth to our death, how many universes would come to exist and cease to exist in one year of our lives and then multiply that by the entire extent of our lives how many universes that we survive what if god is at a scale like that where from our perspective he just just has his own timeline okay so there would be a death we would never know we wouldn't even comprehend what that is our universe is going to be trillions atop of trillions yes less whoa so under that light maybe he did die, but also 
maybe it's not even close to it maybe he's not even close to it the the idea could ultimately be that maybe he did die but there was an infinite number of universes before ours came to be that were completely ordered because he was involved and his death happened or this universe came to exist towards the end of his life well that could happen i guess yeah, because <laughs> some universe has yeah. to like everything has to happen at some point yeah so maybe this is the universe that happens after his death so he's still the spider mommy the maybe, spider mom maybe he didn't <laughs> even die making the universe maybe he just died of old age yeah oh yeah yeah you see mm-hmm. so shit maybe he could be dead but then again maybe he's just not interacting because he doesn't give a fuck or maybe he doesn't know we're here. Just so many reasons for his lack of interaction. I'm assuming that's what this question is alluding to in the first place. Yeah. So Ooh. that's a bunch that's, of different outlooks on the same thing. Many answers. Yes. Okay. Harold Moss from Tampa, Florida. Is death even possible? What do you think? Yes. I don't know. No. Well, to this body, yes. To this body. To anything after that, I don't know. Here's what blows my mind. And I have i know I've talked about this before, but fuck you guys. You're here to listen. So what, uh, what I think one of the many ways this could go, if death was not possible, we subjectively see other people die and we think it happens the same for us. But I think maybe subject or my bad, objectively, we see people die. I think if we stand back and we look at individuals, they're dying left and right, age takes over. But I think maybe, maybe there's some state of mind we achieve at some point or always within our personal subjective perspective moving forward, there isn't. Like, we'll just continue to move forward, and then people are going to die, and then we just continue to move forward, and other people are going to die, and we're going to be like, what the fuck? Maybe we just eventually realize that it's not possible without ever experiencing it ourselves, but we see it happen because it's part of our universe, but we have to understand how it's not, and we will inevitably, because everybody's going to go through this moment where they see that it's not happening the way we think it's happening. But then they end up alone. Because everyone's still dying. Not necessarily, because you're literally considering the idea of death that everybody else is still dying. You got to understand, once you realize you're not dying, you also understand how everybody else is not dying. And then you just pop up somewhere else where they're alive? No. Smooth transition. It's a matter of... Now, again, we're not there. We don't know. We have to experience it to really know. But I imagine it would be something like an acid trip where it starts to sort of happen naturally. You're not just here and then boom, you're somewhere else. It's still this. But it's a weird this that you slowly got to. And then eventually you slowly come out of that weirdness. And it was all fluid and consistent. So it just makes sense that these people that you thought were dead are now here and they're alive. Yes, exactly. It's just going to make a natural fluid sense from one end to the other. And it's like, maybe you'll even have a something you'll interpret as your physical form, but maybe you won't. But it won't be strange. It's just going to be a natural crossing. Like mm-hmm. what this is and what that is, you're going to be indistinguishable because you're still going to feel like you yeah and even if the you with a name and your memories and stuff ceases there's still going to be something that you're aware is your your perspective your point of view 
that you'll identify left with. Over. Whatever's left over. And it's going to be a natural progression across. So in that light, maybe death isn't possible. Maybe there's just infinite transition. Hmm. Yeah. Like a whole different life then? It could. It's the same life. It's the same? It's the same life, but different. A good example is, what does a baby see versus what an adult sees versus what somebody on their deathbed sees? There was no instantaneous crossover from one point to the other. It was very gradual. There was just everything is anomalous and shapeless, no definition, no nothing. Yeah. And then slowly things kind of got refined and got detailed. And now you're like, oh, this is this, this is that or whatever. And then that same process from being an adult to being on your deathbed where everything just starts to kind of change and alter and get different shape. And like you think you know, but it's you, you don't know this new step. And things just change, but it happens so gradually and naturally. Mm-hmm. Why is it that people on their deathbed are so okay with it when they're there there's a part of we we call it acceptance but what if there's something happening in that moment of acceptance where it's sort of like you are gradually adapting to this new thing like entering and like peaking on acid it's just going up and you're just like i guess i'm here now so that transition is still fluid Mm -hmm. but so maybe but it depends what the definition is ultimately maybe your body dies Maybe. So is that death then? Are we saying the body dying is death or is, are we saying your perception dying is death? It's impossible to know if your perception dies. Yeah. So uh, we well, have not, to say your body? Not really because if your perce- you're you're right. Yeah, it's impossible to know if our perception dies. So we have to say body. But we don't actually know if your perception dies. It could just go on. Yeah. But maybe even from your point of view, your body doesn't die. Maybe it's one of those I'm not seeing what you're seeing scenarios. We're both coexisting in this world. We're both experiencing the same things, quote, experiencing, unquote, but maybe not. It's like Rose and Titanic, where she's in the end of the movie, she dies, but then she comes back alive and she's on the boat and she sees all these people from her past or whatever. But she's in her body. Yeah. Is she in her body? I don't don't even know. It's so complicated because maybe there is a period where we move forward. How do we know? Like, will we be our old selves? Like, if we did have a body, which body would it be? Do people who are old see themselves as people who are old? If they love that body, maybe. Yeah. Wouldn't they? Here's the thing. What were we before we were born? Then we were suddenly something in this side, but we were still that thing before then. And then we're going to be something else. Now... We could theoretically say that's still a body. It was just a different stage of that same body. It's like your baby or tiny version of it. Your old, your old version. Maybe death, from our perspective, is a continuation of that body in a different form. And then, we don't understand it. And okay. we see something different than what is actually happening subjectively to the individual. It's, it's the same body? It's too physically thinking about it. That's too grounded into this form of reality. Yeah. Like, then I don't know. Another way to think about uh, uh, whether like death is possible. Body? I don't know. Another way to think about whether uh, uh, death is even possible could be uh, like reincarnation. That's continuation of perception, but not a continuation of anything you could be considered you right now. Mm-hmm. So is it death? 
or did you go through death to get to this? Like, is it death or is it n- not? Yeah. Because you're still going, but there's none of, none of that is you. You didn't go anywhere. You didn't transcend. Nothing happened. You're still trapped mm-hmm. like the rest of us in a body. But it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. So if so... reincarnation happens, is death possible? No. But you have to go through it to get there? That's, I guess that would be... I don't so then the question is, what's stage? death? Yeah. I guess that's what you just call the change. So that's a, just a transition, yeah. yeah. Trend. So death is more of a transition period in a lot of these things. There's no end to it. So if perception... I guess ultimately that's it. If perception continues, you're not dead. Yeah. Okay, so you don't die. So that's perceiving it. is being alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Todd Bates from Ontario, Canada. What are the odds we're already dead and this is some illusion? I don't know. That's an odd question because I wouldn't know what it would be like if this was an illusion. This could be an illusion. I wouldn't have any idea. Yeah, but they're not asking that. They're asking what are like the odds of that? What are the possibilities behind that? What's your speculation on this? That's a, I don't know. I don't know what the odds are. Well, he, uh, this goes back to many of the things I've already talked about. We could be in the middle of dying, but every time we're, ex- we're dying, so we start death, we always enter this piece of the experience. You know, you die, your neurons fire harder than ever, you relive your life, but what if that's an infinite cycle that just gets more real the next time you're going through it? So we think we're making choices and we think we're thinking about things and we think we're living a unique life. We're just recalling that. Yes, we already lived it. This is us in the middle of death, remembering every moment of our lives more vivid than the first time we went through it. But eventually, we're five seconds in on that, on the original side. And over here, we enter the first second of us starting to die and our neurons on this side fire harder. So we start from the beginning again, and it feels more real, and we start going through the whole process again. Then eventually, the real place is on its fifth, on its tenth second. But here we're on our fifth, on our fifth second, and then we go in again because we're recalling that same part where we begin to die. So we go back into the memories because we're remembering our remembering of yeah. our memories. But does it ever end? Like once it ends, it would, it would eventually. But it would be more incremental the next time you're in. So from your point of view, it will never happen. It's sort of that thing of if you measure a half and then you measure half of that half and then you measure half of that half, you could do this forever. Yeah. It doesn't matter how small you get. If you had the tools to do it, you could ultimately keep breaking everything in half. The same idea would apply here. You're just pulling out an increment. Okay, now you do another half, and in that time, you're going to relive your whole life. Now you do another half, and that time, you're going to so on and so forth, more real and more real and more real for the rest of eternity. That is kind of like you're living the life infinite. Yes, you're stuck living it forever. That would be this life in an illusion. But what are the odds of that? What are the odds of that happening? Here's something fascinating. If that's possible, it's more likely you're living that life. Because you're eventually going to die no matter what. Yeah. And that's only going to happen once. But the memory of your life is going to happen an infinite number of times. There's only one real one, but there's an infinite number of you. one of those infinite. Yes. 
it is more likely that you are in that memory. I hope not. I but feel why? like this what is would be real. The difference? Yeah, and it's always going to feel more real. It feels real. Yeah. That's exactly the problem. That is a problem. And there'd be no way to break that apart. So no. actually, the odds of that are incredibly likely. It's most likely that you're living that life. But so is everyone else around me? Like, Well, no. You're remembering the moment that you interacted with a living person. Okay. So everything else is fake. Everything is fake. You're in a memory. But I am too. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are too. Everything memory. is fake. It's an entire illusion based on you just remembering. It's a memory. You're living in a memory. Okay. That's kind of horrifying, but at the same time, you can't really tell, so it's not... Yeah, and it ultimately doesn't matter because you can only do things that you did in that original reality. Yeah. And it's always like the first time, so... Yep. I guess that's fine. Javier Hartman from Barnett UK asks, What do you believe death might feel or be like if it was not just dark non-existence? Dark non-existence. What would it feel or be like? death would feel like i guess it would be that transition period we were talking about yeah what would that feel like nothing because an acid trip for sure it could definitely feel like that it could be like like a roller coaster yeah okay i guess yeah one of the uh mental images i like to put forward is when you die because again ultimately we feel the act of dying not death itself but i believe the act of dying and death are transition periods. So here is what I would think one of the ways this could play out would be. You start to die. And uh, you're on your deathbed, whatever. Everything starts to get dark and 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 dark. And then it just disappears. You've heard this one before. Everything just goes, it plunges into total and complete absolute darkness. And then after what feels like an infinity, but at the same time feels like a split fraction of a second. You see a dot of white light at the other end. And it starts rushing at you at unbelievable speeds. About to overtake you. And it overtakes you. And now everything is completely white and blinding. And then it starts to refine and adjust. And refine and adjust. And suddenly there's color. And you're staring at your mom after you were just born. And your mom or any, like, if you're a new creature, yeah, your new it would, mom. Yeah, you still or, have, yeah, whatever or... <laughs> it might be you're staring at, your current new, this version of your life mom. Yeah. And that could totally just be, uh, that's the reincarnation version of this, where it's just, it goes dark, and then there's this transition period that could feel like forever, and the second all at once, and it just, the light rushes at you, and then boom, you're, you're out the other side, almost instantaneously, but also feeling like it took forever. And everything from your past erases. Yes. That's a weird one that I think is fascinating. Because I think the same way you start to acquire information, you'd start to lose it. So it starts to maybe scramble and you start to forget your name. Almost like if you were having a stroke. Maybe it's scary in that moment. Like if you drop mm. a lot, a lot of acid. And then you try to recall your name. And I'm like, what is even that supposed to be? Like, what me? What's a me? And then so you start start to lose bits and pieces, and then you don't recall anything, and then suddenly you're born with no information. That is so horrifying. <laughs> but also not. Well, after that, but the moment that you're losing everything sounds really horrifying. Because it feels like a stroke. Ooh. That that's is... freaking crazy. Yes. That is horrifying. So that's, that's a 
And it feels great, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. It feels like nothing. You don't have definition anymore for what feeling like something might be. No, when feeling comes back. Yeah, that's what I mean. When feeling comes back, you have no definition for feeling good or bad. Oh. You get that structured as you live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so that's one way it could play out. Another one could be uh, transition towards something else. Again, it could be total darkness, but he's saying, what if it wasn't that? Then you could definitely, it could, even if you're not born necessarily, wherever you land is a restructuring of information. So you losing all your memories, you losing all your everything. And then you're in this new space. It doesn't matter if you're not in a 3D universe anymore. You could be in the seventh dimension exploring what God experiences, but you're there for the first time. So you have to learn the surroundings, learn the ways, adapt, understand what's good and what's bad and form and create definitions. You want to just know all of that? No, it's just like being born all over again. Because it's a new space you have no recollection for. Unless information is only part of the third dimension. If information is only part of the third dimension, then maybe there's an inherent knowledge that isn't part of the collective that we witness now and Mm -hmm. you just have outside of here. And maybe you do instantaneously have access to that. Maybe our brain is what records information. But... Who knows? Maybe in the next state you do record information in a different form. Or maybe if you're just a consciousness who doesn't recall any information, you just exist. And it doesn't matter what anything is because you don't need definitions for anything. Mm, yeah. That could be. So it's just going to be weird. I guess that's ultimately weird. it. It's just weird. Everything's weird. But weird is also just a perspective. It won't be. <laughs> it won't be. You won't care. It'll just be. It'll... Things will just be. Yes. It will just be. Okay, Jasmine Michael from Phoenix, Arizona. Do you believe immortality might be possible? Why? Mm, If technology takes us there. I was about to say the same thing. Through technology, I'm pretty sure it might be possible. Uh, If we say that our consciousness is existing and it does continue, then it's totally immortal. Our body might die, but the consciousness might continue forever. That might be immortal. Yeah. So that's that a way to look at that technology. We know the universe even dies. So if we're bound to the universe, no matter what, immortality is impossible. Yeah. Why do you think we want mortality to be impossible? Like people even before technology were thinking like there's got to be a way. Like a fountain of youth yes. or some shit like, like that. Like where did that idea come from? People fear the unknown guess... and they think there's a way to negate it. Mm. And they already have theism that tells them there is something that's infinite. Oh, yeah. There is proof of yeah. living Yeah, basically forever. the seek for immortality is the seek to be a god. Well, so that's, that's, well, so if you become immortal, that's it? If you become immortal within your body, you're still trapped within the universe and you will die. You just will die in a very, very long time, but you still will die. Eventually, the universe is going to spread out so far. If our understanding of the current laws of general relativity are correct, applicable, are correctly applicable or applied correctly to the universe and our understanding of it, if that turns out to be correct, eventually the universe is going to stretch out so far that atoms can't stay together. They're not going to be held together. The universe is going to be too spread out. And the universe tries uniformity. It tries to spread out evenly. Once that happens, you're going to be ripped apart anyways. Oh, oh. 
Okay. Well, Adam Rocha from Dallas, Georgia. Would death be possible in higher dimensions? Yeah, that's what we were talking what? about earlier. The answer is no. Or you don't maybe. think no? Maybe. Don't like, God can totally be dying. He might be. He oh, totally no. might. He, he might, might have. have. <laughs> he could in the future. And it's just like a million, billion, trillion, zillion universes are going to exist before that moment well, arrives. It looks like forever for us. Yes. Is millions, billions, a trillion times over. Yeah. That is interesting. What? Yeah. It could just look different. Yes. So maybe. So like, <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's possible in a higher... Like, it could totally, for all we know, not. Maybe that's just a concept that only exists within our universe. Maybe higher dimensions... Or I guess within our dimension. Maybe higher dimensions don't have access to such a thing. Again, if consciousness keeps going, maybe that is a higher dimension. Mm-hmm. that it is existing in maybe the 11th dimension is unified everything just like uh the uh, string theory suggests which means death is not possible for those strings what dimension are they in first first they are singular dimension how long do they live they live this how long the reality this lives the reality that's their life they don't have life. They don't have life. The concept they of have life death? only no, they, because you'd need life or death. They ex- there's no. They just are forever. Even with or without the universe. Well, they are the universe. There's nothing but them. It's weird, right? Because you got to ultimately ask, where are they? Yeah, they're if they're what the universe is, though. Once the universe is gone. No, no, no. Because our understanding of the universe collapsing is a third dimensional perspective. Oh. That's only because they're vibrating in such a frequency that it seems that oh, way to us. Oh, but they'll still be around. They'll still be there. They're just going to be vibrating beyond that point. Are they God? In theory, yes. And they're in the first dimension? Yes. That's they weird. are the minimum, most basic anything. Whoa. Okay, so he's not living in the 11th or whatever. Well, no, because every every everything is in the 11th dimension. It's the collective of every string. Mm-hmm. Different okay. strings vibrating at different frequencies create everything in every dimension the totality of all strings exists okay so they're on the bottom and the top of the chart or whatever the best way to look at it would be that there are three spatial dimensions one time dimension and then alternatives to all that stacking up Mm -hmm. the 11th dimension is the fourth space dimension that's where the strings in the first dimension are okay Um, Summer Morgan. Summer Morgan from Alberta, Canada. Is it likely there is more than one type of death? Whoa. I don't know what that means. Like, different types of deaths? There are different types of deaths? I don't know what she means by that. Yeah, that's crazy. I guess uh, this could definitely line up with the question we had earlier, which is, are there deaths in higher dimensions? And would we... Oh, that's Would different. that even be... Like what we interpret death to be. Hmm. Like whatever God experiences as As death death. is totally different than what we experience as death. Maybe it's the same, but maybe it's not. That's so complicated. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess uh, ceasing to be is the interpretation of death in the third dimension. But maybe changing into something else entirely is the interpretation of death in a different dimension. In higher dimensions? Yeah. Or? If we look at the dimensions in the way string theory predicts they might function, 
uh, a fourth dimensional death isn't the cessation of a timeline because there are many timelines and they sort of all continue. It's not dying at some point in the timeline. It's the erase of an entire timeline. You didn't live at some point and die. Everything, including your birth, has to be erased in the fourth dimension for you to be dead. Because if you die in the future, the third dimensional future, when you're old, let's say, or when you got hit by a car... In the fourth dimension, the moment you were born still exists. Yeah. You still exist within the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to die in the fourth dimension, you have to erase the beginning. That's impossible. Who knows? So, Maybe you can. What? It's in the fourth dimension. From here we can't, but maybe no. in the fourth dimension you can. Maybe you can erase an entire timeline. And then that's death in the fourth dimension. But then there's a bunch of other timelines. But then that messes up every timeline. That messes up everything. You can't just erase one and not affect every... Well, every other timeline that comes out of that timeline erases. What? But if you look at... uh, Well, here's the problem. You're thinking of the fourth dimension as the fifth one right now oh the fifth has all the branching alternatives from that one timeline from that one beginning and then all the possibilities that could have left to i led to while the fourth dimension has just the singular timeline from beginning to end Mm -hmm. so in the fourth dimension you got to erase just that one timeline but it wouldn't erasing that affect the other dimensions? No, because all the other ones would have all the continuations that led to them. You're not altering all the beginnings to endings. You're just altering this one timeline completely. In the fifth dimension, you would destroy anything and everything that branched out of that original one. What? What could do that? Nothing can do that. Maybe there's, I don't know, we're not in the fifth dimension. <laughs> Maybe there's a creature that could just eat it and then it's gone forever. And we'd never know. And we'd never know. Whoa. I guess there's... Maybe there are different types of deaths. Yeah. It's probably. And it's from creatures unknown eating our timelines. Eating our timelines. Kimberly Bowers from Cary, Ireland. What do you think death really means in a more philosophical light? What does death mean in a more philosophical light? I change. We've said it a million times. Change. change. Yes, it's, that's our conclusion. Yeah, it's a transition. It has to be. Right? They, what else, the fuck else could it be? I don't know. It has to be a transition. There's nothing else I can imagine Even it being. Even if it's complete black, that's still a change, I guess? Yes. Like, and who says that complete black is the end of it? Yeah. Again, what if something happens after that black? We're not there and we'll never come back to tell, talk about it. Yeah. What if it's not black? Why... Just through our eyes, I guess, it looks black. We or through picture, our memories. Yes, we picture oh. it what it is if we close our eyes. we literally thinking about what reality might be with our eyes closed. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Complete and total darkness. It can't be. Because mm-hmm. that's just something we witness. If we're not there to witness, then what do we experience? That's what yeah. death is. Whatever non-perception might be. Mm-hmm. Ali Mills from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Is there life after death? Are you theistic? Then yes. That's, is there life after death? Maybe. Uh, see, here's the problem with a lot of these questions. They all rely on... What they believe in? A specific definition of what death might be. We, uh, what, what I've definitely learned based on these questions is that we have no fucking idea how to define death to start with. 
No. Everybody's definition of it is different. Yes. It's impossible. Yes, because none of us have experienced it and we don't know anybody who has. Everybody just has a subjective definition for death. Is there life after death? Maybe. Is that the afterlife? Is is I mean literally, I guess it would be, but it's yeah. is it heaven? I'm sure right. some people are thinking about that. Okay. Is it being a ghost for all of eternity and still being on this plane? Mm-hmm. So you don't have your physical body, but you keep going. Is it your consciousness moving forward? All of those could be interpreted as life after death. After the physical death, you're just moving forward. Yeah. Huh. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's, everyone has their own opinion of what it could be. So it's it's whatever you think. What That's are we probably... calling death? Is death the death of the body or the death of perception? That's our problem right now. We got to figure out, is it the death of the body or the death of perception? If it is the death of perception, what's that mean? Exactly. What the Because f- we can imagine that, yes, perception continues. So something is happening if the body dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something happens if per- if it's not the death of perception. If it's just the, bo- the body dying, if that's death, then okay. But what the fuck does not perceiving mean? Yes. What the hell horrifying. could that be? Is it? Is it's... not perceiving horrifying? I feel Maybe. it would be more horrifying to be dead and perceiving. And you... Not even... Because you'd have to be dead, perceiving, and knowing you're dead and giving a shit. Because if you're dead, perceiving, and not giving a fuck because your give yeah. a fuck was part of your body, then it's also not horrifying. That's not horrifying, no. And if you're not perceiving at all, you clearly don't give a shit. <laughs> I guess. So you have to per- specifically die physically, perceive and somehow retain information for you to be like, oh my god, I'm fucking dead, horrifying. And that's what you no witness way. have to be There's horrifying. no way that's the one. Though. The only way it's if there was hell. That's there has hell. to be hell and you'd have to go to hell. Or whatever your interpretation of hell might be. You'd have to witness that and still have the ability to identify horrifying. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> that's some what? fucked up shit right there. Yes. Well, Raven Walker from Victoria, Australia. Is anything worth dying for? Ow. I don't know. Purpose. Purpose? Purpose is worth dying for. Whatever your like, ultimate purpose is. You'll die for it? You'll die for it. Because purpose is all that matters. You got an example? Let's say your purpose was, I'm going to, I'm a, I'm a painter, I'm going to paint forever. And uh, somebody's like, I'm going to kill you if you stop painting. It's like, well, I'll, I'll have no purpose if I stop painting. I feel this is my purpose. Kill me. What's What the fuck am know. I going to do afterwards? Just fucking wither in depression for the rest of my life and be garbage? No, I will die doing what I love doing. Hmm. If your purpose is raising a family and somebody aims a gun at your child, fucking jump in front of it. Yeah. Try to I stop them. Guess I could see that one more, I guess. To but what's the difference between you having a child a and your art being your child? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just easier to imagine you dying for a actual physical person but why you're, you're prioritizing humanity yeah yes i am what but i don't know like a thing that's worth dying or idea worth dying for i guess there are you could ideas die for for, a, to die for for real yeah definitely. that's true that's what people die all the time some people think equality beliefs. is important for everybody and they will die trying yeah. to get that accomplished martin luther king literally did that yeah. he died for an idea I guess. I guess that's the thing. Yeah. It's... You could die from many things. Yeah. Lillian Caneb from St. Paul, Minnesota. 
Do you want to know the date of your death? Why or why not? No. No, thank you. Like, I don't know what I would do with that information. That information is unimportant to me. I think, now, I wouldn't want to know it, but I wouldn't... I get, Here's the thing, I don't care. I don't care. Okay. If I didn't know, then whatever, I'll live... I feel like, the like if it's far from now, you have nothing to stress about. But when the day comes closer, that's when you're like, uh... Why, though? Why would you stress? Because think that's of, all you're going to be thinking about. Think I don't want to be thinking about it when it happens. Why would you focus on that? You, you, you're, I can't help it. That's such a negative point of view. You know you're going to die a week from now. Now you know everything I was scared to do before, I can do it right now because I'm dying in a fucking week. But then what if I die sooner because I was too Who risky? Who gives a shit? It's a week away. <laughs> hmm. Do you get my point? Yeah. It's like you have so much more freedom in knowing because it's like... I didn't do this many things because I had to work my way. And, you know, had I not known, I would assume I'm going to live a long life and I'm going to stay in this crappy job. But I'm dying a week from now. Fuck this job. I'm going to go do all these things I wanted to do in just a little amount of time. Enjoy it. And then I die. Yeah. I guess. That's a way to get your bucket list done quicker. Knowing yeah. you're about to die. Well, You don't even have to fear starvation. That happens in a month. You have a week. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You don't need any resources. Well, what kind of things are you going to be doing? Who cares? The point is, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Mm. It's the it's a negative perspective to be like, I don't want to know because I'm going to think of only that. It's kind of the point. Fucking focus on what you can do in that time. Okay. Oh, I'm going to so grind hard. until I die and hate every second of it. Well, now you know you die in a week. You're going to go to work every day and hate it? What if they do? That's ridiculous. Like, what if they love that, though? Then they're not miserable. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Are okay. you going to do what makes <laughs> you miserable for that time? No. no. Okay, cool. If you know you're going to die in 50 years, dude, I can grind for 20 years, stack money, do whatever the fuck I want for 30 years. I know exactly what I'm going to fucking do that. I'm going to just be miserable for 20 years and then live paradise. For the rest? For 30. Because you know you're dying in 50 years. Hmm. What if you just make up a number then now to say, I'm dying this year? The problem with that logic is you could be wrong. And but then you would have wasted something. If you're like, I'm going to die in 50 years. And then you're like, I'm going to grind 20 and I'm going to yeah. paradise the next. And then you die in five years. Oh, that's You yeah. lived misery mm -hmm. expecting to have paradise in the future. If you're like, I'm going to die in a week and I'm going to live maniac's life. Go to jail immediately or get murdered, but you were going to live 50 years. Yeah. That could go easily wrong. Mm -hmm. Owen Love from Colorado Springs, Colorado. What would happen if people never died? They would overpopulate the planet. Now, don't get me wrong. We're nowhere near that right now. People are like, planet's close to overpopulation. No, you could pack everybody into like one city. Shut the fuck up. But it would be uncomfortable. Suck it. They can eat a dick. The problem is, everybody who's ever existed, bro, right now we have more people than are currently buried or some shit like that. Some crazy shit like that. But, if everybody who was ever buried, everybody who's ever died, everybody who's ever been was together, we would still not even be close to overpopulation. We would need millions of years, maybe billions of years, to overpopulate the planet. And we would eventually find out, discover, with that much mind power, 
being perpetuated and desperation randomly coming and going, we would discover how to turn fucking light into food. So resources eventually would just not even be a problem. Chances are we would go at war with each other a lot, but then we'd also establish some sort of unified peace eventually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Technologically, we'd fly forward like no one has ever heard. Because we got to make room because we don't want to be... We wouldn't overpopulate. We wouldn't overpopulate. It would not happen. We would have too much mind power. We would be able to spread. If we spread out evenly, mm-hmm. billions of years from now, everybody on the same planet, we would still not populate this planet. We need so much fucking people. We'll figure out how to live underwater. We'll figure out how to live over water. We'll figure out living in the land. We'll figure out living in the sky. Nothing bad's going to happen. We'll be fine. Yeah. And with our technology being that overpowered, we have no resource issues either. But what about water? We can... Water is one of the most abundant fucking things ever. We'll never run out of it? We'll never... We'll export water from other planets. Oh, yeah. I guess why not? Do anything. Yeah. It's... uh, That much mind power makes us invincible. Yeah. A species' ultimate goal is to survive the extinction period. If you survive the extinction period, you're good. We would be on the verge of that. Just being on this planet, we would be on the verge. A catastrophe would have to attack the planet out of our own control. Like yeah. a meteor wouldn't be a problem. We can deflect that mm-hmm. with that technology. It's, if we survive long enough, we might even develop technology to deflect like our star exploding or some shit, you know? Well, yeah. So we just... What is it? In four billion years, the star, our own star is going to overgrow and take over our planet? With that much mind power, we might have technology to fucking deal with it. We might be able to build a machine or a Dyson sphere facing our star that would collect and then provide the energy we need to then manifest food. Like, there's so many fucking ways to go with that. So, paradise. Paradise happens. If we the beginning would be tragic, but fucking yeah. paradise would happen eventually. But, why? Because we can still die, die, then? Like, we kill each other, even though we can't die? Like, what type of... True. What does it mean to never live, to never die? If like, we can't even murder one another, yeah. then we all just, em- by default, paradise happens. Immediately. That's the first step, paradise. We can't kill each other. What's even the point of trying? What's even the point? Oh, my gosh. Imprisonment is punishment. That's it. That's the only punishment you got, imprisonment. Yeah, and how long could you, like, keep some, man, I mean, those lifetimes. you could somebody into space. That's all. And they can't <laughs> no, die. Like, you get my point? Like, it's yeah. it's... We would much sooner achieve peace if we can't die whatsoever, if we can't kill anybody whatsoever. All right, we have time for one more question. Aw, man. Lena Martin from Kent, UK. On death row, what would you request for your last meal? Cheese rice. Cheese rice? Oh. I mean, I never tasted it, so... I don't even know how it's done. Man, I don't know what would be my last meal. I, I wonder if I can just request for like a loved one to make a meal for me. That yes, any sense. last meal. Yeah, any, like whatever they want to make me. So it's really going to stress them out probably, but I'll enjoy it. <laughs> it needs to be perfect. This is their last meal ever. Yeah, like what would my mom come up with? Or my dad? We're going to have a lightning round and burn through the rest of these questions because we're running out of time. Ava Franklin from Columbus, Ohio. Given the chance to choose how you were going to die, what would you choose your death to be? Sleep. Sleep. Go. <laughs> okay. Reese Gamble from Long Beach, California. Having the option of freezing your body in hopes that science would someday be able to bring you back to life, would you do it? No. 
Maybe. Seth Han from Chicago, Illinois. Why are so many people afraid of death when it is unavoidable? Because you're idiots. Yes. Anonymous. Given the chance to have someone die with you, who would that person be? You're horrible. <laughs> so who would have been taken somebody with you? Yes. Uh, your enemy. Your enemy. Yes. Oh my gosh. Danica Burns from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Know anyone who died for a few seconds or minutes but came back to life again? What do you think about the stories these people tell? Yes, Ishmael. He saw some crazy, horrible things. It's hell. It's hell. Yep. Um, Alexandra Herbert from Baltimore, Maryland. Do you believe, biblically speaking, that the apple of knowledge is the reason humans die? If there's God, yes. Sure. Zachary Shields from Buffalo, New York. Is death the opposite of life or just another part of it? A Holy part of shit. It? It's a part of it. It has to be a part of it. it and life goes on. Yes. But is it this life? Dum, dum, yes. Dum. This life ends, but life... Oh, no. This... We experience death in this life because this life is the next life. It... Life doesn't stop. Death happens in the middle of life. Okay. Boom. All yeah. right. Anyways, that was all the questions we had for you guys. Anything that got left out? Well, sorry, we didn't have time for you guys. We tried our best to fill this out with as many questions as possible, but sometimes uh, we ramble on and it's beautiful. Anyways, if you guys enjoyed this and anything else of this nature that we have done, you can continue listening and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Just Convo Pod. You can also find the podcast on the official website at greatthoughts.info on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show, and we'll read it the way we did at the beginning. Or let someone who might like it know about it. Yeah. Yes, this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. They're, they're eventually going to get this podcast as the point. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to... Like, years later? Like, how long is all of this going to take of mailing them one thing? Or I guess they have to subscribe to something. Yeah, and they get something and weekly. We get... Okay. Yeah, it's weekly. After the third week, they have three Fight Club cassettes, a VHS tape. They have a walk. And then after that week, we're just keep selling them the same Fight Club movie. Yeah, after that, they keep getting the Fight Club VHS, but they also get the new cassette of the episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really annoying and really awesome, I guess. They get one thing that they want and another thing that's like, oh, I already have this. What's the point? They can, at this point, start their own Fight Club store. Oh. Their own Fight Club novelty hipster store. <laughs> yes. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Clazo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by Great Thoughts Info, social media managed by Amber Black.